0: Real JP Multimedia, proud sponsor of the Nerdball Podcast. Here to help you with all things audio, video, graphics, photo, web design. From weddings to real estate, commercial business to private use, we offer a big variety of services for almost any budget. And if we can't do it, we will find someone who can. Find us at realjp.com.
1: That's R E E L J P.com. Real JP Multimedia. I'm Trey Smith and this is the nerdball podcast
2: this is the nerdball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher all
0: right Trey thanks uh, for coming on the podcast one of my one of my best friends since high school um, I texted you and I feel like you had there was no doubt you're like yes
1: i want to come on the podcast
0: (laughs) almost like you almost responded too quickly like why haven't you asked me so
1: well i don't understand what's taking so long i mean (laughs) you've only been doing this for a couple years now at least yeah right yeah Yeah.
0: so sometimes i feel like um and i know you guys you guys make fun of me just because you're my friends but uh sometimes i'm like well i got them in my back pocket if i ever need someone to (laughs) to (laughs) go
1: if if the well starts to run dry i've got these idiots so i can pop on here and (laughs) Figure that's out what, something to talk about for thirty minutes or forty five <laughs> minutes, whatever it is.
0: Well that's why I have Scott Buecher on so much because he's he's just uh, ready but, to go.
1: So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not a good enough dad. I know you and uh, Jim <laughs> and uh, Zollers have your little your little dad cast thing, but uh, I guess I'm not a good enough dad. That's
0: hey, right. you're you're uh, more than welcome to to pop on every once in a while, man. We we have we have other dads on. We do our we did it. We've done one draft. We're doing another draft soon. Um, so yeah, we'll have you on, man. Well, like
1: an NFL, like fantasy football draft?
0: No, it's just, uh, we just draft random stuff. So like our first one was um, the, the parameters was you had to make, you had, it's just you and your kids, no wife, no mother yeah. of the child. And you yeah. had, you had to have a quick dinner. So it was basically a quick dinner draft. You had one fast food, one um, at home and one takeout from a restaurant and then another wild card from any of those so we just we just draft and then we talk about it make fun of each other and that kind of Uh, stuff okay so and then this next one that we're doing is fictional dads um so we're just you know it's it's
1: just 100% gonna say homer simpson
0: oh yeah if i get the number one pick
1: (laughs) i'm gonna take over yeah he's sorry
0: you're right you're right he he is gonna take it (laughs) 100% um so so one of the main reasons well first of all before we get to any of that stuff any college football because that's that's what i I wanted to talk to you about because that was something i know when we were in high school i wasn't into it really until i started hanging out with you guys and then i i picked a team probably because i watched texas uh at your house when they played michigan Uh, um but but is this you've loved college football since forever is this something you've really been into man i don't
1: i don't know i wouldn't say forever i mean i think my earliest recollection would be like, you know, not too long after we moved to Northwest Ohio or from West Virginia. Okay. Um, is when I, guess, I really started to get into it. Um, I do remember my first college football game though was uh, West Virginia and funny enough, they were playing Bowling Green. Oh, um, which I mean, my, so my that, that whole story was my grandpa literally snuck me out of the house in the morning um, and I had no reason, I had no clue what was going on. Um, and next thing you know, we're in Morgantown at uh, Mountaineer Field and, you know, Mountaineers are kicking off against Bowling Green. And I was just, you know, I was like, why is this team called Bowling Green? But they're <laughs> orange. I do not understand what's going on. How old were you? Um, oh, man, uh, seven, eight, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Right. Yeah, I
1: was young. Um, yeah. But that's the, my first recollection of college football. And, I, and honestly, you know, moved to Northwest Ohio. And, you know, you know, Carp was always a big Buckeye fan. But, you yeah. know, I obviously I wasn't going to cheer for the same team he was cheering for at the time. So, sure. but it was easy to fall in love with Michigan football. I mean, we, we lived right there um you know half of the friends i had were michigan fans the other half were Ohio state fans in most cases um charles woodson the 97 michigan team was you know i was gonna say they were good you know they were good then right so right um and then it's just it just kind of grew from there it's just to me like there's nothing better than spending an entire saturday sitting there watching game day for a couple hours and then you know living in texas now in central time zone so 11 a.m girls around and you know the first games are kicking off and you know, um, usually we'll watch games throughout the day and end it with a little Pac-12 after dark. Which you know, who knows what that'll look like? Might be Pac-12 slash, you know, whack, yeah, <laughs> or Mountain West, whatever it is now. You know, after dark. So it's just yeah. something I really look forward to. And fortunately, I'm married uh, a a woman who loves college football just as much as I do, for the most part. What's her team? Um, so she uh, she likes Michigan. That's she actually okay. liked Michigan before I met her. Oh, I don't nice. Know how that happened? But yeah. that was it. That's what happened. Um but so you know it's it's gotten a little harder now with you know having kids. So mm-hmm. I'm coming at having to come to terms with you on Saturdays. Uh might be at a baseball game or you yeah. know, we're starting Riley in hockey and so that's gonna run from September to March. Oh wow, yeah. And his games will be Saturdays and Sundays, <laughs> from what I understand. So um it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a tough one, but it's I guess it's just kind of those things you have to get used to as you're, you're growing older and you got kids of your own to deal with. So
2: yeah
0: yeah i knew i was getting out of that when, when i had i think mateo was little but uh i remember my uncle called and said hey you're watching the texas oklahoma game and i'm like yeah. no i'm at home depot right now
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> stuff yeah for the a, house you know yeah that's a we i don't think it really happened this fall um because we didn't have riley in any sports this fall he did winter flag football mm-hmm. and then the spring he did baseball so that was kind of our, and we'd also, you know, just moved into a new house and to, into a new neighborhood. So we had missed all the registrations, which which one thing they don't tell you when you become a parent, it's like one of the hardest things to do is make sure you're paying attention to the damn registration yes. dates. Yes. Like it's so hard. Like, you, so, you you know, well, there's,
2: there's so
0: many parents that get upset when they, when they miss a date, especially for, for baseball and softball here, they're always like, Oh, that we missed a registration. Do you think they'll let us in late? And <laughs> I was part of the board for this baseball and softball program. And people don't understand, like, if we let late, like, things are a deadline for a reason. We got to order jerseys. We got to form the teams. We got to do all these things. Like, we can't just, like, keep extending it. But they get so upset.
1: Yeah. And is that in Perrysburg? Yeah, yeah. Well, and so, and that's the thing. Like, you know, Perrysburg, I'm sure there's no shortage of kids who want to do these activities. Mm You know, in our town, which is a little smaller, but, you know, it's growing pretty rapidly. Like, I think there's probably a little more leeway there for kids who do register late, you know, because – you know they're constantly asking for like volunteer coaches and hey you know if you, if you miss softball signups like we're still having it like mm. please sign up for softball because if no one signs up we don't have a league <laughs> so um, but i think that's all going to change here in the next few years because this place is just you know like anywhere in north texas right now it's just exploding so yeah.
0: have you signed up to be a coach of anything
1: no i no. haven't <laughs> um
0: you said it like i I never will
1: Yeah, no. I, I've, each time he's done something i've given a lot of thought and i did end up helping out his flag football team when the coach needed to because he had an assistant who had to miss a couple weekends for work okay um so i helped out you know i loved it but it's just one of those things like especially with like baseball like i didn't grow up playing baseball past you know like little league yeah so i mean i, I think i probably have enough knowledge about it but that's just simply from watching baseball growing up you know mm-hmm. um and plus like parents are psychos man like dude <laughs> And like, I'm not alone. Like I'll sit there and I'll like, and this is Riley's first year playing baseball. So it's a brand new sport to him. And fortunately for him, he's a pretty athletic kid. So he kind of takes things pretty quick and can Mm -hmm. do it fairly well. But like, you know, he's six, so he doesn't pay attention. Like he he doesn't listen and like all the kids for the the most part are like that, but I sit there and I just get like so frustrated. (laughs) And uh, so just, you know, to be a coach in that situation, I don't know how I would necessarily do um, I especially would not have want anything to do with uh, – because right now he's doing 6U, and then next uh, spring we will have to play 8U with the way his birthday falls. Uh-oh. But it's all coach pitch. So, you know, I don't want any of the responsibility of having to pitch to these kids, you know. <laughs>
0: Can I tell you? So Lillian played 8U uh, softball. Uh, it's, it's kid pitch, but there's no walk. So once you get to four balls, the coach comes and throws. Okay. There's, there's nothing more nerve-wracking than throwing yeah. – not, not only throwing to – I had to, you know, learn how to throw underhand really well. Uh-huh. That's with softball. Dude, it's the worst is when, when it's, when there's two strikes and you're like, all right, you only get one. And then, and the girls just assume it's going to be a good pitch all the time. So uh-huh. however I, however I throw it in there, they're going to swing at it. So I got to just make everything perfect. And then, then to know, like there's certain girls where I have to pitch to their bat
1: because they only <laughs> swing a certain way. You, yeah. You've got to find the bat. Yeah, hey, go, yes. go ahead and give me a, a practice. Swing yep. so every every time. I got to put this thing. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Well, like, I know you, we're here to talk about college a bit, but So, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a whole new world for us, right? I mean, because he's only been involved in a couple of sports at this point. Yeah. Because um, he's finally starting to get to the age. And uh, he was, ended up making like a select team. Uh, I saw that, yeah. Comprised of all the kids that were in the league. Um, and so they had four practices before we went to an, uh, a couple of tournaments in the area. And so, the, you know, the first one was about 70 miles away. In this place called Glen Rose, Texas, which is known for being like the dinosaur capital of Texas for right. some reason. I'm not really sure why. Like fossils or what? No, I don't know. I mean, like you walk around, like drive past people's houses and they'll have like velociraptors in the front yard. <laughs> like it's just, it's, it was a cool little town, but it was sure. just very strange. And I didn't understand it. yeah But it was also, I mean, we, it's been just ungodly hot down here. I mean, we're on like day 10 or 11 of over 100 degrees and <laughs> there's just no end in sight. And uh, now we've got the ERCOT who's like the controls, the power grid oh telling yeah. people to like conserve energy. Yep. <laughs> like turn your thermostats to 80. I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> like, you guys should have figured this out, you know, a year ago when everything froze, like this, yeah. the power grid was an issue. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so we were down there and it was a Saturday, Sunday thing. And man, it was just so hot. It was well over a hundred degrees with the heat index. Mm. And we're like, are we doing the right thing here? Like, these kids, like, I mean, we brought tents. We brought coolers full of ice with towels in them. Cooling towels. Gatorades, waters. Um, But, you know, I got a pretty good, uh, like, I guess, baptism into, like, parents at that first turn because there's this town called Alito down here that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty hardcore. They brought four teams of their own to this tournament. Oh, my God. And the parents were just, you know, chirping back and forth, like, two pitches in, like, this is six U modified <laughs> t-ball like what is happening um and you know when that starts to happen like you want your team to win even more right so you can kind of like you know, <laughs> oh like, yeah, like, dude. give it yeah. to them like yeah um but so that that was a good time and uh they had a tournament a week later which was a little closer and you know they lost the first two games on saturday so sunday we had to win to keep playing on mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where like man like I want my kid to win, and yep. I want him and his friends to experience yeah. this But, damn, if we can if we can be done after this nine o'clock game and not come back at two o'clock when it's one hundred and four, like this isn't the worst thing in the world. So, you're like
0: you are like actually, can you get mercy too? So it's even. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, they, they, I mean, they played their butts off, and yeah. you know, it was it was one of those things where like our team was a true like all star slash select team, and they only had four practices together. Some of these teams had, you know, I think they had their tryouts in December and haven't oh, played yeah. together since February. Yeah. So yeah, you know, they just can't kind of, kind of outman and. You know, it's just it, there was one kid on the team who hit a couple dingers. And I'm like, dude, like, what was going on here? Like, but the good news is Riley loves baseball, seems like so. It yeah. Might be uh, something that we kind of go through for for most of his you know, childhood. So it'll be a how, good time. How
0: fun is it too with, with Riley? Because the other ones are, I think, too little, but when they like when yeah. you see them find something that they really enjoy to do, yeah, you know, well, that's so what
1: fun. I mean. We I wasn't sure how baseball was going to go for him because, you know, he's i mean i think most kids his age are probably the same way but you know it's kind of like a squirrel right like he'll be doing <laughs> yeah. something and like oh car, I'm like take off right
2: yeah
1: um so you know baseball's a little slower game mm-hmm. you know there's it's definitely a like thinking man's game you know there's it's just you know nuances and you know it's very technical in some aspects so for him to kind of like fall in love with it and you know want to do it like it was pretty cool to watch that yeah
0: yeah that's i mean and i got literally... to buy a
1: dodgers hat so his his is this team with the Dodgers like well I gotta get some Dodgers here now so sure yeah to, to buy a new cat
0: so. <laughs> I was wondering why you had uh had that hat yeah. On, but yeah yeah. Well, that, w- yeah we used to be that way in Parisburg, used to be where it was major league teams then they changed it for whatever reason I don't know but uh yeah it's, it's so much fun. we're at a baton competition this weekend uh I, four- do, I
1: do love watching her baton videos that you post
0: dude so 14 hour day Saturday uh, oh a nine-hour day Sunday we get we get home Sunday night at Monday she has practice she she goes to practice for three hours she doesn't have to she just she wants to stay there for there's like a, a time in the middle where she can come home but she just stays there <laughs> we just did it for forever and you want to keep like she but she loves it dude She's got yeah. she's gotten so much better too so this was her biggest competition she's only been doing competitions for a year this is her biggest one i think the biggest one the whole team goes to and from from the beginning just the beginning of the year to like now it's it's crazy how much and it, like i look at her do stuff i'm like man she's seven years old it's it's so crazy
2: yeah.
0: yeah but she loves it um do you and it sounds like you know you have a job where you're able to take your kids wherever they got to go if you have to mm-hmm. or in, go out of town and that kind of stuff yeah do you feel – not pressure, but do you feel like, man, my kids work hard for these things. I want to go go watch them. Not not just for me because I want to watch my kid, but for them too, like to know like, hey, I'm here. I want to watch you. Do you feel like you have to do that kind of stuff? For some, or is it they're too, or is Riley too little f- for you to feel that yet?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's too young right now. I mean, I think if he would prefer I'd be there. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I, I do have a job where I don't, you know, I don't have to work on weekends and things like that, um, which is helpful. And, you know, I'm able to take him to all his practices and whatnot um but I think you know if I wasn't there I need to understand why and,
0: I can't like, imagine like I went to this baton competition and it's 95% moms there's like hardly any mm-hmm. dads there and I can't imagine mm-hmm. like not being there like yeah. she worked so hard for this one yeah. competition for me to just sit at home and do,
1: <laughs> and yeah. do nothing you know? well that's like so that's the thing about case job has a little less flexibility right so you know she has to you know be at her office until a certain time you know and then mm-hmm if one of her employees like calls out, like that changes her schedule up. And yeah. so it's usually me taking him to all these practices and things like that. It is definitely like, all right, I'm sitting here with all the moms, you know, like hanging out. Like, it's it, definitely it, seems, interesting. It, does,
0: it does seem like a mom thing. Like, don't worry. I'll run around. Dad's got a mow or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad I get to do it. And it's, yeah. it's time for him and I to spend together. So, because oh, sure. one day yeah. he's going to want nothing to do with me. I'm sure. So,
0: i don't know i'm sure there was i don't remember and I, I should ask my parents i don't remember if there was ever a time i was like have you ever, did you ever notice where i'm like nah i don't don't talk to me because I, I don't think i i don't know if that ever happened to me
1: Too um well. no i mean it, i guess it's a little different for me though right because you know kark was you yeah. know, our you know, stepdad so you know I, I don't i don't think there was ever a reason like i, I don't want to talk to this guy at all you know but i think yeah. it's just one of those things where, like you know as we got older You know, we just spend more time in our rooms, you know, playing video games Mm -hmm. and, you know, hanging out with friends. Yeah. Um, But yeah, hopefully, hopefully Riley will put up with me for a little while. (laughs)
0: Hopefully it's just not uh, when, when you feed him and then he goes (laughs) back into (laughs) his (laughs) room. Right. Um, So... Uh, again one of the the main reasons to to, to have you on is, is college football and i thought of you because you've like we've talked discussed it of all my friends you're super into it super into recruiting and all that stuff too which i uh-huh. find i find super fascinating just yeah. not enough to like like really even dig into t- texas stuff mm-hmm. like um but do you do you is that something you still follow pretty heavily too like recruiting yeah oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's more specifically michigan like i don't really sure. give a shit what you know lsu does i mean you see it because you know usually these kids are being recruited by the same national team so yeah
2: yeah
1: um you kind of see it um but yeah i mean i pretty much every day of my life i'm reading something about college football um and a little secret like i love realignment like i think it's the most interesting thing that can happen during college football yeah um one of the reasons is because you know it gives us something to talk about during the off season
2: yeah
1: when things are you know kind of slow and they're kind of in between, you know, spring ball's done, so you've got this kind of lull. Um, you know, they'll start. They'll, I think they start their the fall camps here in a couple weeks, like usually beginning of August. Yeah. Um, and to me, Rewind, its just because it's just so jarring, and like, especially now with like the changes that are happening, it's they're they're so significant, you know, to mm-hmm. other programs, and it kind of like it, it has a massive trickle-down effect. So you know, like last year around this time. Uh, it was, you know, Texas and Oklahoma. That news was leaking out. And like around here, it's a pretty big damn deal, right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's you know, it's for well, for one, because the AM fans are all pissed off because you know they had always kind of held it over Texas. Had to, oh, well, we're in the SEC <laughs> now, so you know we're we're always kind of kind of looking down on you. But you know, that was like a massive, a massive shift. Um, how did people? Like, how
0: did people in Texas take it? Like, were they excited about it? For me, yeah, for me being a Texas fan, so. like, like I'm all about it. I can't wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, it, careful what you wish for. Because, oh, sure, you know,
0: sure. Yeah. No,
2: I, I, <laughs> there's, I there's a reason understood.
1: why every time Oklahoma went to the college ball playoff, they got their doors blown off. <laughs> you
2: know, no, by, I, it,
1: whether it be LSU or Alabama, yeah. you know, like it's, there's <laughs> a reason. Um, in Texas, you know, it's not quite to Oklahoma's level, at least they weren't, you know, the past couple years. So,
0: no, I, um, I fully, I fully get that part of it. Like, I, I'm not excited the fact that, hey, we're, we got to play juggernauts all the time now. Um, I just like it because, um, I like it because eventually at some point, right. Eventually people are going to have to stop saying after week two, when they beat Notre Dame, Texas is back. Eventually it's going <laughs> to eventually. it's eventually gonna be Texas true, have to be
1: back. Right. Yeah.
0: It's going to have to be true. Uh, and maybe, you know, they play Alabama this year and, and hopefully it's not 40 to nothing, you know, but this is a, uh, yeah. uh, glimpse of, of what it's going to be like. And I, I like that every game matters because, yeah. really it 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 doesn't when you're in conference because you know especially like they will say big 10 like everyone's going to beat Rutgers. you know the, the big teams are supposed to beat those teams and, and when it's in a big conference like this like you don't really have those teams same thing with the big 10 now with with uh the california schools coming over the big 10 it's gonna be like okay yeah. well where's the, the easy part of our schedule
1: yeah i mean i do think it's a, like a, a double-edged sword right i mean because it's going to be fascinating to see the new rivalries kind of start to grow mm-hmm. um and I think you kind of already saw that a little bit with, you know, Texas playing LSU uh, and Joe Burroughs national championship year, like, you know, because there was already so much hate between those two teams. And, you know, they hadn't played each other. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like, it's, it sounds like they played each other often. Um, but so it'll be cool to watch those kind of new rivalries grow. Um, but I think it is a, a, a little uh, concerning or like sad. Like, how strange is it going to be seeing? UCLA ran out of the tunnel against Iowa yeah. in like November, you know, and, you know, when they joined the conference in 24, like it's just like, that's, it's just a weird thing to me. And like I mentioned, there, like the trickle the effect, like I don't know what's going to happen with the Pac 12. I don't know if yeah. it really does. Um, I know today the, uh, because uh, the Big 12 media day started today in Arlington. And I think the Big 12 commercial pretty much came out and said, you know, we're open for business. Yeah. We're reaching out to people. People are reaching out to us. So, I don't think – I don't necessarily think the Big Ten will do anything else. I don't think the SC will do anything else until Notre Dame makes their decision, which yeah. I think they're going to take their speed-ass time doing. Sure. Because um, they have no reason to jump in there yet. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the Big 12 is probably going to try and see what they can do about – and the big rumor or the things floating around are the, the two Arizona schools, Colorado and then possibly Utah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: which makes sense because, you know, BYU is joining the Big 12, uh, not this season, but the next. Um, so I think it, it's just weird to watch, like, you know, because you always grew up and it was, oh, you know, the winner of the Big 10 is going to go play in the Rose Bowl yeah. against, you know, the winner of the Pac-12. And even though that's changed a little bit with the college ball playoff, like those rivalries and that, like, and
2: Nostalgia. I've never been one to,
1: like, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've never been one to like, oh, well, you know, cheering for the Big Ten in these games. I really don't uh, – yeah. you know, if, you know, Ohio State goes against the doors blown off against someone in a, a big game, like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm not cheering for them just because I'm, you know, you know, pumping up the Big Ten. Mm. Um, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that thinking. But it's just – you know, it's, it's, just, it's nostalgia. It's, you know, so much history between those, like, conferences. So, it'll be very strange. And I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there was a graphic floating around uh, Twitter to where it's a map of the United States, and it's got all the Big Ten logos. And then it's got USC and UCLA down there. Like, this geographically makes zero sense. <laughs> but, you yeah, it's, and it's, from what I understand, like, it's damn near 100% driven by the TV networks. And, yeah. you know, last year, oh, yeah. ESPN was kind of like the driver behind Texas and Oklahoma. And this year, it was Fox, like, oh, well, we're going to go ahead and one up these guys. And yeah. Just pumping so much money and.
2: You you were
0: talking about the feeling like of uh, you know UCLA coming out against Iowa. How long do you think will that last though? The weirdness of it because Nebraska came over uh, along with who are, I don't remember anybody whoever else, but they came when they came to the Big Ten. Like, hey, this is weird. But now it's like it's it, it doesn't seem weird anymore. At, yeah, at so some it was, point, it's going to be normal, me, right?
1: Yeah, it's sometime it'll be normal, sure. Yeah. Um, for me, Nebraska was never strange. It was strange when it was like Rutgers and Maryland because they okay. came after Nebraska did yeah um I mean, a couple of years at least, um, and so that was a little strange. I think I think that was 2014 maybe they the in Nebraska uh, Refers in Maryland joined but uh like that was a little weird um, and you know it, it, like I agree, I understand like one day it won't be strange, mm-hmm. um, but i just I don't necessarily think that the whole idea of like two like monster conferences is great for college football. Um, it'll definitely be interesting and it'll should give us a bunch of really interesting games, but you know I also like to watch Ohio Bobcat football on Tuesday through Wednesday. Yeah. You know, Thursdays. Yeah, um, and like what happens to those schools who, you know, hopefully they'll still get those one or two non-conference games with these types of schools. So you know, they need to be able to get that huge check to put yes. towards their athletic department. Um, but you know, yeah, you know, how many games will that actually be? So I don't know. I think it's uh it's so interesting, and it's just it's they just never stop talking about it. So for me, I like it because, you know, like I said, there's that law and like, hey, this has happened. This is literally gonna take us all the way up to camp. And then we can start talking about camp and getting ready for the season. So
0: well, everybody's all about <laughs> let's expand our footprint in people's in people's minds. Like how how can we get people talking about us for for 12 months of the year? The NFL's really good at it. Yeah. uh they they extend everywhere and not just obviously the season but then where they have their draft when they start their camps
1: all this stuff well, yeah i means- mean how long is it before there's an nfl team in london sure <laughs> like, yeah. the jacksonville jaguars are essentially <laughs> london's team as it is so i mean that'll be i'm sure the nfl's version of you know expansion and you know real their own little kind of realignment stories so
0: yeah i i i agree with you like i think it's cool and i like it and i'm i'm never like Hey, let's keep everything, everything the same, you know, if things yeah. change, right. As I guess it's supposed to, but it is, it does. I would like to see schedules eventually when there's like a 20 team well, conference, like what are you, what are you going to do with that?
1: Well, then, but even before we get to that point though, like it's not just football coming from USC and UCLA, right? right. Like it's, Women's volleyball, you know, it's like men's lacrosse, like, a lot of money so now, to travel. It is a lot of money, and I, you know, I obviously the the figures that they're putting out there, like the schools aren't going to be hurting for money, so maybe it's nothing. But, like, yeah, if these people are still supposed to be student athletes, which is very loosely used now because <laughs> they can make money off their own images, and which is yeah. 100% they should be able to do that,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, like, you know, you, oh, we've got a you know, the USC women's soccer teams flying to Rutgers for like a Thursday game, like, are going to? like from a schedule the same way like do you just start like booking them, like okay you're going to do two games when you yeah. guys go so you don't have to worry about it later on down the road
2: yeah
1: um and like in terms of football like when do the USC and UCLA football teams get into town now because you know an 11 a.m. kick is going to be you know a 9 a.m. for them
0: i mean it's so, got it's got to be like th- again the the student ath- the student part of a student athlete is, is like you said very useless uh, uh almost a, i don't want to say useless but it's not, a, it's not, it's not out there. Yeah. It's about there. Yeah. So like, if, if it's going to be like the NFL model, I'm sure the, they'll look into that. Okay. What are the, what's the NFL team do? when a West coast team goes to the East coast, what do they do? And that's some, maybe yeah. that's what we should do because, because you're yeah. right. It is that it is feel, it will feel weird. And that's the last thing you want to do is like, Hey, we're going to fly across the country and also uh, our bodies. It's going to make it feel like three <laughs> days ago, you know?
2: Right. So, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh,
0: you, you also, you brought up uh well, when I, I was talking about the schedule and because um, eventually I think it is going to be big conferences and how I think it's going to be more than two, I think, um, but scheduling and that kind of stuff. And then I started thinking about even, even high school, like here, the NLL shifted. Um, and, and we got, I think now there's 11 schools in the NLL and they they want 16 eventually.
1: Um, wow. up? Just to have you know two divisions within the conference, and then they can have a, like a championship game. Like, is that what the the goal is?
0: I thought it was, but they have two. Di- we're going to have two divisions now. They're separated by by um, students, number of students. Enrolled so in there's that. a there's a smaller division and a bigger division. So you can't okay. have
1: you can't have a conference champ. I mean, I guess you can, okay.
0: but how often is that smaller school gonna gonna beat the bigger school?
1: You it like they're trying to like level out like the the talent like in the the skill of the teams. Yes. Yes. And that's what yeah. it's going
0: to be. And I don't know if there's just going to be a champion for each division or what. Yeah. Um, but even that, like that's, it's a weird schedule now because we don't have enough teams and, and, um, I, I guess they have contracts or they're going to have contracts with like the city league, you know, to fill games because we don't, they don't want the big schools playing the little schools all right. the time. Um, but, it, but I'm excited for it. Cause it's, it's like all the schools we play out of conference already Whitmer Finley, um, uh clays in there they might be in the smaller
1: side i can't remember well um, and i mean the non i mean ferrisburg and i don't we didn't do this when we, and i don't remember it happening while we were going through school but i mean how many times have you guys gone down to dublin now and played yeah. some of those schools in non-conference like we've never made long trips like that like, so, well, the, well, the longest trip we made what was clyde sure <laughs> yeah Finley for, for for the uh, scrimmage like yeah
0: that we yeah so And it's like, I talked to Kriegel about it when he was still coaching and some of the other coaches, it's the, those schools that we would play, like the, we just got too big for them and they didn't want to play us anymore. So even city league, like, why are we going to play Paris where we're going to get murdered? So let's, so we had to start expanding it going down. We played two Dublin schools, uh, Jerome and Uh, coffin. We go to Jerome this year. And then the year after that, we go to Marysville. So it's, it's, we have to expand and we got to you know play these better teams. And unfortunately those are, that was the hard part of our schedule. Now, Our entire schedule is going to be difficult because it's just, you know, how it is now. But, but I think it makes it every, it makes it fun. Um, Yeah.
1: So you brought that's that's what this does, right? It makes college football, there's no, there's no weeks off really anymore. Like you might get one or two like tune up games, but after that, like it's, you got to be dialed in because, you know, you, it might be, you know, we're playing Colorado's our last non conference and then we go Nebraska, Wisconsin, like Iowa. Like that's, That's a pretty rough go of it. I mean, and the SEC is going to have their own stories like that, and so it'll be it'll be great for TV. And that's why they're getting all this money, right? Like, people are, eyeballs are going to be glued to the TVs. So, yeah. um, I know at least mine will be.
0: No, no more uh, SEC is going to have no more. Uh, well, it's not two A anymore, but those those little cupcake schools right before their rivals at the end of the year, Oh,
1: like the Citadel, yeah. <laughs> like Auburn plays the Citadel yeah. the before they play Alabama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if. It's, I, you uh, might still see those, but they might try and squeeze them in. I mean, yeah, because who knows? I don't know. You would think they don't have to play nine conference games schedules, mm-hmm. but I think that's T right now just does eight, right?
2: They uh, might still
1: be able to squeeze in that. Yeah,
2: yeah so squeeze that's, in that you know,
1: little sister of the poor.
0: I guess. Yeah. Hey, but, they'll spend like we're helping them out. Here's some money.
1: Yeah. yeah. But that's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you know something. But like, if I've got the option in like November to watch, you know, old Miss play, i don't don't say Auburn or, you know, Northwestern play uh, Minnesota, I'm going to watch the SEC game. Like, yeah. like, I'll watch Michigan 100%, and then, you know, I'll keep an eye on what, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State are doing. But most of the games I watch are usually the SEC games. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, you know, there's a Big 12 game down here That's because there's usually zero defense ever being played. So <laughs> Those are fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun, too.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I've, I was never a big, like, i'll watch any football game uh, it changed a little bit once i started coaching football because um i could i i understood what they were doing and i could i just watch it differently mm-hmm. uh but but now mateo has been like we'll just be watching tv and he's, he's like dad and i'll just come downstairs and just watch watching a football game like a random mm-hmm. game and That's awesome. i was like who's playing he'll, and he he doesn't know all the abbreviations mm-hmm. so he'll have to like either tell me or, or, like, it says Tigers, but I don't know what, what school. So I, you know, I help <laughs> out there. But, uh, so I think that's funny. But yeah, he yeah. just, he just watches random games. And I think it's the yeah, same that's thing a with cool that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's getting super, uh, into it. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and to me, like, there's just no better time than fall. Like, having a game on in the background, whether I'm watching it or not, like, it's mm-hmm. going to be on. Like, it's just, there's just something, like, just a comfort that kind of like, comes over me. Like, okay. I, it's, it's fall. College football's on. Like, everything's good. Yeah.
0: Um, this is how it's supposed to be yeah this is how it should be <laughs> uh you touched a little bit on the players getting paid now um and i've heard other people like uh, i listen to ryan rossil's podcast he talks about it he goes people yeah. he brought up a good point because he says people like get all worked up over like oh this guy has a has a seven figure deal like we don't know what that entails right we, like this yeah. is what it says but maybe it's 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 stretched out or maybe it's like, hey, he gets this money only when if these things happen or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a lot of money. And some, like you said, I agree with you. Like this is something that should happen. Um, yeah. I just I, I like to see like people I, I like to see people get upset about it, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think the disappointing part, in my opinion, is like the NCAA just didn't do anything. And kind of like try to push it onto the schools, you know, and like the States, to, you know, handle, handle, handle it. And then when the time came, it, it's just been like a free for all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I a hundred percent think kids should be able to make money off their name image and likeness. Yeah. That's great. But it's just, there's, there's no like set standards or like practices in place. And, you know, I think that's a big part where like the universities need to do a, a good job of trying to help these kids. I mean, cause, you know, if you're a 17, eight year old kid who's coming from no money and you have a school say, hey, you know, if you come play ball here, we can guarantee you 200 K from some name, image and likeness deal, which isn't the way it's supposed to work. But schools yeah. are doing it that way. Um, you're going to say yes. Right. I mean, why would you not? Yeah. Um, I, I I just think like hopefully there's someone on the backside, like helping these kids like, hey, you know, you're going to have to pay taxes. <laughs> So get ready for that. Like yeah. get ready to learn how to do. Like worry about all that stuff. Um, and to me, there's just so, there's just so many dynamics that go into it. Like, and kind of like, it's, yeah, obviously it goes hand in hand with recruiting, right? So Michigan's big thing has been, you know, they want the students to have a transformational experience when they come to Michigan, not a transactional one. Mm-hmm. Well, there's probably that's probably part of the reason why Michigan's recruiting class has kind of been off to a slow start now. Like, it's only July, so there's a a whole season to go where this can change. Yeah. But for everything I've read, Michigan isn't one of the schools who's saying, hey, if you come play here, like, this is what you'll get. They've told kids, once you get here, we will do everything we can to help you make as much as you can possibly earn. Yeah. But there are schools, and it's not hard to point out the ones that are doing it, right, Texas Um, (laughs) A&M. Like, it's (laughs) – like, they're they're basically telling these kids, hey – we will make sure you get this much money the day you step on campus.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's just not the way it's supposed to be done. But again, like there's no rules. The NCAA is not going to do anything about it. Like I know some states have rules in place, and that I think Michigan's one of them that's kind of made it a little harder for the universities in the state to kind of navigate the NIL NIL waters. But it's just, it's I'm all about these kids making money. I just wish there was a better way of kind of standardizing it, I guess, or like, you know, putting Practices in place to make sure everyone's doing it the right way. But I mean, at the end of the day, before NIL, we're, I mean, where we're SC school is not dropping bags anyways. Like, yeah, there's still was agents it, was it, and stuff. Right. It was, it get to school. was, it Tennessee a couple years ago. The was like, yeah, they got handed a bunch of cash and like a McDonald's bag. <laughs> like, they're, yeah, they're yeah. still dropping, like, these bags are still going to be dropping these kids' laughs and Like, you know, how can you say no to it? Like, I don't, I'll never blame a kid for taking money. Like, if someone I, I, came to you or I at that age, I'm like, hey, sure here's 80 grand. If you want to play football, here. Like, okay, sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, done. I, I, you know, and, and you make a good point about the NCAA. Like I think everybody knew at some point this was going to happen. So why, why wasn't there some people in the NCAA saying, okay, this is going to happen, but for, for the benefit of us and everybody, let's, let's create rules and let's I create see, I some think, sort of parameters.
1: I think the issue is they can't create rules because it runs into a whole bunch of other problems that, you know, legally, like who is the NCAA to put rules in this, like on how, how much money I can make. Yeah. Right. Um, and there, I mean, I don't even know we could, if I even know enough about all of that to get into it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, No, please it just, F- it, fake it right now. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just, there's a lot that goes into it and they just basically didn't do anything yeah. And then the floodgates open. The crazy part was the floodgates at then opened with about the same time that you could basically transfer for free.
0: Dude, that, that is, <laughs> right? I think like, that is more wild. Than, than like, it's nuts,
1: right? I mean, like when you, <laughs> you and then all of a sudden, you know, it's not surprising you've got these stories where, you know, the kid who just won the bullet pit is now being courted by USC to come play football there. And like the numbers you hear is like, Oh, $3 million. Like that's insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like so now you have a, a Blitnickoff, so the best receiver in the country. Mm-hmm. And I I get why he'd want to leave, you know, when your quarterback gets drafted in the first round, like you know, Kenny Pickett's gone. Like I don't know who's gonna be throwing me the ball, or I don't trust this guy to throw me the ball and like have the same success I had. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to USC and you know, play for the guy who I sit there and you know just watch like light up scoreboards. Like yeah. I get it, but like there's just it's just created so much drama. Yeah. And if, you know, if a coach can take a job at the drop of a hat, like a kid should be able to transfer, right? Mm-hmm. But for both of those things that kind of hit at the same time, it's just been crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so. the kids will, I, for forever, my, my old boss, when I worked for University of Toledo, he's a huge Ohio State fan, and we talk about recruiting all the time. And I would, I would always ask him, like, why would a five-star quarterback want to go to a school where they just recruited a five-star quarterback? And this is obviously before transfer rules and, and, LI mm-hmm. and or NIL and all that stuff. And we always talk about like, well, they're uh, they obviously think they're better than this other person, right? Now those mm-hmm. kids can still do that, but now it's so much easier to be like, ah, oh, I'm cool, I'm out. It didn't well, work right. Out. I
1: mean, so that's why, like, and yeah, I, used, I I'm still like enjoy following recruiting, but now I'm like, if a kid commits somewhere else or even commits to Michigan, like. Okay, okay, I guess we'll see if he actually is on the roster. Come, you know, mm-hmm. when, they're, when they're supposed to be on campus, because yeah. you know what a kid does today, and this can be said about you know uh, realignment. Like what what might be true today might not be true tomorrow, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So there's just if, if there's one thing about college football, is like it's just constantly changing, and like you can you can never say something is like a certainty because you know tomorrow it you know it just it's gonna change. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so why would a kid like so? Quinn Ewers was a perfect example, right? So, you know, he was he played football about 30 minutes away from us here, and you know, he was top high school quarterback in the country, like not even close. And okay, he commits to Ohio State. Like, that's strange, you know, because they've got CJ Stroud, you know, Ohio State, you know, routinely recruits, you know, really talented quarterbacks. Like, is he really going to go and sit? Well, and then you start coming to find out, oh, he's got like these NIL deals in place, and like, that's why he's going to be up there. And, you know, he's, as soon as he gets on campus, you know, he's appearing on like, Twitter ads for like car dealerships. And then the kid played like three snaps, yeah. <laughs> which I get Cause CJ Stroud can sling a football. Like yeah. I understand why yeah. he, why he's there. And, you know, CJ's kind of, you know, taking his time because I think he, he rode the bench for a year and, you know, mm. it's his turn to get in there and the kid's super talented. Well, you know the season ends, and they you no, Quinn. He was just transferred out. Like, yeah. okay, like who didn't see that coming? I'm like, yep. what happens with that nil money? Like, has he been paid all of it? Like, mm-hmm. does he have to give it back? Like, who knows? Like, what the what the agreements are? You know, hopefully these kids have like lawyers or you know family members who know what the hell they're doing, like looking over all this stuff with them. But you know now Quinn's back down here in Texas. Yeah. Well, what, what, and then Probably I thought he should have gone in the first place. Yeah.
0: I mean, and, and I thought there was no way Arch Manning would go there. So now Arch Manning's there. So one of them's going to transfer. doesn't right? make
1: any sense. Like, <laughs> one of them's got to transfer. Right. One of them's going to have to transfer. And, you know, I'm guessing Quinn Ewers is going to win the job. And if yeah. Texas has a successful season, like Arch Manning has to see the writing on the wall, right? Like, I'm not going to play here. Right? If I think I'm good enough to play right away, Yeah. why would you not go to a school where you, where you can play right away? So I, I don't yeah. know, man. And, and maybe just, I. In a, in a different life, I think it would have been awesome to be a college football coach, like recruiting these kids, because I'm sure it's got to be the hardest thing in the world and it never ends, yeah. but I think it would just be a really fun thing to do um, you know, just to go in these kids' houses and, you know, meet mm. them and, you know, try and get them to come to your school, because I guess the lifeblood of college football, right? Like, yeah. it's talent. If you don't get these kids to come to your school, then chances are, like, you're not going to have as much success as you want to have.
2: And then there's have no a reason job. why.
1: Right. And then yeah. you won't have a job. But, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, Alabama and Ohio State and Georgia and Clemson have been just, you know, the perennial like teams in the college football playoff. is because they bring in the top of talent. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Part of me, I was hoping, you know, NIL would kind of level that playing field. But, you know, Michigan being Michigan, like, the stance they've taken on it has pretty much screwed them. <laughs> and then, like, when it comes to transfers, so, like, for me and my fandoms, like, when it comes to transfers, like, if you're not, if you're essentially not a grad student, you really can't transfer to Michigan. Oh, really? Because you, you lose a ton of your credits. Oh. And I don't know the exact reason, but I think the whole goal is have, when you get your degree, the majority of the credits came from the university. Mm. So, like, if you're a sophomore or junior, it doesn't make any sense for you to transfer to Michigan because yeah. you're going to lose credits that you've earned. Now, I mean, if getting, I guess, getting your degree is a big deal to you, then maybe it's not so much of a, a roadblock. Um, but that's why like Michigan brings in a lot of grad transfers because they've already got degrees in hand. Um, and then I guess a freshman could technically transfer, you know, cause he hasn't accumulated that many credits to begin with. Yeah. But it just, all the stuff that I was hoping would help <laughs> Michigan, you know, <laughs> especially back after, after their most successful season in years. Yeah. Um, and they, they just kind of like just screwed themselves, you know, and it didn't help that, you know, Jim Harbaugh had his, what I assume is his last flirtation with the NFL. And then, you know, both offensive and defensive coordinators bolted for different jobs. Like, so there's not, there's not a surprise that Michigan recruiting is struggling the way it is, yeah. but it is disappointing.
0: Well, I think regardless of all these changes and you said, maybe, you know, you thought the thought was leveling the playing field, the, uh, the big schools are just going to get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And that's just, no matter yeah. what you do, that's just what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still early on, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. season come around and these schools can start like Miami. Miami <laughs> Florida, like they're another school. Like,
0: what? you know, <laughs> that's another one. You're like, they're back. Well,
1: well like Mario Cristobal, <laughs> he's he, he's a good recruiter. I don't, you don't know how good of a coach he is, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he took over an Oregon job that was just you know filled with talent, and when you've got the power of you know Phil Knight and Nike behind you, you mm-hmm. can pretty much do whatever you want. Like, um, but like if Miami comes out, and I think they have a pretty good quarterback. That man, that kid's supposed to be pretty good. But you know, if they have a season where they go like eight and four, or seven and five, or nine and three, like. Are this kid still going to want to go there? You don't know, so
2: yeah,
1: I don't know. I think Michigan should be a pretty good team this year, so hopefully that'll turn things around in the recruiting standpoint. But who knows? We can both wear our wear back shirts. Yes, we're back. (laughs) at least Michigan won a Big Ten championship last year. That is true. That is true. They may have gotten pants by Georgia in the playoff, but (laughs) But who wouldn't have? A lot of teams get pants in the They just had what what, twelve guys get drafted in the first round or something crazy like that. (laughs) I found this thing on Twitter when you read to you. So sure. it says uh, inflation is the highest it's been in the U.S. since 1981. The defending college football champs in 1981, Georgia Bulldogs. The defending college football champs in 2022, Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> more of the story, UGA winning the national championship is bad for Americans. <laughs> so that's, that's why I love Twitter.
2: <laughs> Just
1: stupid you're, shit like
2: that.
0: You're on, I feel like you're on Twitter more than any of my other friends
1: twitter is like the only one i really use a lot yeah i
0: i don't use a lot of them i use probably facebook more than anything because just posting stuff about my kids and and,
1: well yeah i mean but twitter is the fastest way to get like information about like what's happening yes so i think that's pretty much why i mean all day today so today was uh uh the first day of a nhl free agency Okay. So I was just, just zero, zero focus on work all day to see what, what, what Steve Weiserman's been doing in free agency because yeah. I'm so tired of my Red Wings sucking ass. Yeah, I need it, I need it to be done. <laughs> I've suffered enough. It's been six years. It's been awful. I'm ready for them to start winning some hockey games.
0: Twitter Twitter ruined uh, the NBA draft.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, the NBA draft, I got problems.
0: What, like, what's wrong with that?
1: I can't get over the fact that the Talking Heads will sit there and tell you, "Hey, yeah, Indiana's trading this pick to the Raptors," mm-hmm. um, and then you know the commissioner goes up and selects the kid, hands the kid a fucking Indiana uh, yeah. Indiana Pacers hat. You know, yes. takes all the pictures. Everybody knows. Everybody knows he's <laughs> going to like Toronto. Like, just like, <laughs> just wait. Either wait or give him the 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 right hat, please. Like, it yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. So, like, I you know this I, kid's got all these like memories taken where he's like wearing like a pacer's hat and <laughs> never play a single second for him
2: yeah just, it doesn't make any
1: sense Dude, but my, yes i mean like woge bombs who are dropping oh like my draft gosh. picks like 30 seconds before they even happen if not more like come on
0: and now, now it's a race between woge and champs and to get yes. stuff tweeted like, out and i just i'm
1: like man like, like that. Uh, what and i don't watch much of it. like like this year i watched the first round game because the pistons were picking five yeah so i, I did watch at the least They're a good pick too the yeah, and they ended up trading the Knicks and getting a the guy at thirteen. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember his name.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big NBA fan, <laughs> <laughs> dude. My my favorite part of the draft wasn't even the draft itself. I I forget where I was at. I don't I don't know if I was. Co- I think I was coaching a In's game. So my Mateo was at my parents' house, and I walked in, and he's watching the draft, and I had no idea he was like interested in it or or mm-hmm. do anything about it. And he had it on. He's like, Dad, the draft's on. So and so went first, and this team's up next. I'm like, all right, so, so I just awesome. sat there and watched it. It was yeah. all about it.
1: That's pretty cool. I look forward <laughs> to those days. Just uh, unfortunately, it's, it's, like, unfortunately,
0: we bought him a Dejounte Murray jersey last year, uh, <laughs> uh, authentic <laughs> one, a uh, uh, super expensive one. Yeah, and then peace. I'm out. That was stupid.
1: <laughs> oh, I wanted him to have it so bad. But, and, like it is pretty cool because like Riley would come downstairs and be like, "Hey, Dad, did you see so and so beat so and mm. so seventy five to 73. <laughs> I'm like, no, man. I didn't see that. That's awesome, though. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, <laughs> okay,
2: you're like
0: in your head. You're like, ah, he doesn't know. I I don't give two shits about that team. Those teams, right? <laughs> but it's
1: it's just so funny. Like, it, he's it's it. he's he's at the age where he starts. He's retaining mm-hmm. more than what we think he is. Yes, right. So, which is not great for me because you know, mm-hmm. next time he drops it, the first time he drops an F bomb, it's clearly <laughs> going to be my fault. But <laughs>
0: it, it happened the same age for Mateo too because that was um yeah he was, it was 2016 when the indians went to the world series that's when i first noticed him like paying attention to baseball because he was asking mm-hmm. questions and stuff mm-hmm. um but 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 you're right like like oh he's he's picking things up and it's scary <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah well that's so like now with him playing baseball like yeah can you turn on a baseball game mm-hmm. like oh god <laughs> uh yeah let me like and i don't mind watching the rangers like we enjoy going to, going to rangers games and yeah. so am mind watching them but like if it's like your typical like Wednesday night, the Cardinals are playing the Cubs for the seventeenth time this year on ESPN. Like, yeah, I don't care to watch it. And, yeah, but it, I mean, it's. See, I, I think he's just like that because with every sport now, because so even with the basketball camp Monday through Wednesday this week, and every night marine dinner, Dad, care on a basketball game, please. I'm like, you love wow. summer league action. Yeah, so I'm I've been watching a whole <laughs> bunch of summer league to to no desire of my own. But I mean, it's it's just he just loves sports, so that's really cool to see
0: yeah and and anytime you can especially for us because we love sports anytime we can foster that even if it's yeah. to the detriment of us you know we'll, yeah. we'll do that you know
1: yeah well yeah, it's like i said he's we finally got him signed up for youth hockey so but i think they start practicing in august their games start in september and they run yeah. through february yeah so that's just a lot it's like it 42 practices and 18 games i'm like Woo! okay this is good. for what yeah, a, a seven-year-old yeah right <laughs> And the way I, you know, the way I understand it, I, you know, I still play old man hockey, and my, my games are all over the Metroplex. Yeah. It sounds like that it's going to be very similar. So, you know, his team will be based out of North Rich and Hills, but you know, they might have a game in McKinney, from what I understand. So, that's going to be.
0: Are you guys going to be I think able to?
1: Gas is cheap.
0: Are you? <laughs> are you guys going to be able to play hockey at the same time and make it to everyone's games?
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. This will be the first time we do it. Um, fortunately, my season is currently coming to starting to wind down so i don't know how much conflict will be and maybe it's just it's just the point where i stop playing i okay. guess but yeah we'll see and I don't, I don't know when i will know more once i get the schedule i'll be sure to let you know i'll shoot you a text <laughs> message Thank you. come, on the, pod- me. come on the podcast talking
2: about it right. <laughs> uh
0: how speaking to your old man league how are when it's game t- when it's uh game day are do you have more days you're like shit i don't want to i don't want to go right now or are you still to the point where like yeah i'm excited for every game
1: uh it depends on where the game is so Uh, you know we live in north Fort worth now and you know my game this sunday is actually in richardson which is literally going to be an hour and five minute drive from my house so it's a those are the days i'm like man i really don't want to go play with it and even when the game is closer, like I have some days where I feel like that, but usually when I get there and I do it, like I'm glad I did this because sure. it's just kind of a way to kind of get away and do my own thing for a little bit. Um, I, I love playing. I still get nervous, which is super stupid. No, dude, like, it's it, you it's don't... so stupid. Like I don't understand why I still get... I'm like why. Like literally half these people can't even skate. <laughs> like what am I nervous about, right? But you know I still get like that kind of like feeling in like the pit of your stomach. Or like man, what? Like really. I think
0: I think that's good if we can if we can hold on to that part of even even if it's not necessary uh, playing a sport, but I get nervous um, when I'm coaching. Right. Anything. Mm -hmm. It can be AU softball or standing on Friday nights uh, coaching a football game like I think I think that's good because that means I think that means you care. Like, you're yeah. caring about the outcome. You're caring about how you do. You want to be good teammates, you know, all this stuff. I think once you, like, lose that and you're just out there messing around, they're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't be out here anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's one of those things you're like, I mean, so my I, my hips are awful.
0: I remember you and talking about one, that. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's one of the reasons why I don't play goal anymore. I mean, because I would, I would have a game on a Sunday, and then my hips would kill me Monday through Wednesday. Thursday, it start getting a little better. Friday, a little better. Saturday, I feel okay. And then Sunday I do it all over again. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing goalie. So I just for me it's like, man, I, I don't know how much longer I'll even be able to keep doing it. Like mm-hmm. you know, just you know, physically, physically, like with the hips, and then you know, with kids and like you know, their obligations and stuff like that. There's, I'm sure there's gonna be a time where like I'm gonna get to look from Kate and probably gonna be like you're you're not signing up this session, right? Like, no, I'm not signing up this session.
0: Is it so. expensive?
1: Um, yeah, I mean it's The league we play in is a little more expensive than one of the other ones around here but we play more games okay Um, it basically it comes down to being like 30 32 bucks a game okay all right which is kind of expensive i mean um i mean it's not nothing yeah it's it's not nothing i mean it's i think it's worth it i mean well as long as i can
2: yeah
0: and as long as again as long as you're having fun doing it like it's it's i think it's worth doing and and as long as it's not getting away of other stuff, or just like you said, like once Kate's like, all right, hey, we have three kids, and we got to be at fourteen different places today, like it, yeah. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, and I see it right. Like I kind of see my future because a lot of the guys that play with are older, and they yeah. have older kids, so you know I kind of see how they 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 can make it some weekends and they can't make it other weekends, and usually the reasons are oh well, you know such and such had this going on, yeah. and my kid had this going on, so. I see my future, and it'll it'll happen one day. I'm sure it's in the the near future. So yeah,
0: that's all right. You've been playing for three decades, so <laughs> yes, yeah. it's time time to hang him up.
1: <laughs> all
0: right, man. Well, I got to go put my children to bed.
1: Yes, that's what Kate has been doing. So I yeah. need to make sure you send her a thank you text for letting me do this. <laughs> oh, I will. Um,
0: th- th- yeah, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun, really fun talking to you. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation, not even only about football, but more importantly, just talking about your kids and stuff. It, it's fun yeah. Be- being so far away. it's We don't always get to understand what's happening. So I, I appreciate that part of it, too. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me on. I miss you. Send the send the family my love. And I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, man. All right, buddy. See ya.
0: See ya. Thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the Nerd Ball podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcasters on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerd Ball podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is the nerdball podcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email we'll be happy to get back to you thanks to real jp multimedia cuttlefish graphics Parisburg junior high stem lab and big daddy graphics for helping out the podcast thanks for listening we'll see you next time